Napa know-how. Why should you buy a 99-cent Napa bag? Because it's no ordinary bag. It can save you 20% on three or more items you can fit inside. Some call that magic. Others say it's the eighth wonder of the world. But whatever it is, it's the best way to save you 20% on brakes, filters, wipers, and more. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 31 It's not uncommon to meet a child who's afraid of the dark. However, what happens when there's more to the child's fear than just their imagination? Tonight's tale is about just that. As always, visit ghost-stories.co.uk and vote for if you think tonight's tale was adapted from fact or a pure work of fiction. Ghost Stories is back with Season 3, and you're listening to Afraid of the Dark. My brother is three years younger than me. We've always been close and got on really well, pretty much since he was able to crawl. However, he has always been a quirky character. People may describe him as eccentric or maybe an oddball. Let's just say I think he's unique. Now one of my brother's quirks is that as a child he was deathly afraid of the dark. He refused to be in the dark room, especially in his bedroom at night. He would complain about the monsters. I know it sounds like the usual nonsense that children spew when they are afraid of the dark or don't want to go to bed, but this was different. I can't put my finger on how, but it just was. Maybe the best way to get across just how unusual this fear actually was is to take you back to when it first happened. So he was about two, so old enough to run around and talk and cause mischief, and um, I guess that would make me about five. I don't know what day or month it was, but I think it must have been a warm summer evening. Our parents had some friends over and were out in the garden. We were playing around with a friend in the house. We were being a bit naughty, and we decided to open and look into the little cupboard under the stairs. I imagine it was full of items such as cleaners and tools and such likes, which is, again, why we weren't never really allowed in there. The cupboard was the perfect height for my brother, him being slightly younger than me, and thusly also a little bit shorter. So he went in. The cupboard wasn't exactly scary as there was a small light built in there so you'd be able to navigate your way around there. Um, Or at least that's what we told him. We're going to shut the door. No idea why. Child's logic, I guess. Well, it seemed perfectly fine inside. Uh, Well, that's until my friend decided to actually turn the light off. He went silent for a few seconds, but then all of a sudden he just lost it. He just started screaming. Now, I tried to turn the light back on, but I could see under the door that there was no light coming on. And he was just becoming more and more erratic. He was just screaming more and more. Turn on the light. Let me out. Mummy. Daddy. 
We desperately tried to open the door, but we couldn't pry it open. At the time, I just put this down to that he was trying to push the door, when we actually needed to actually pull it towards him. My parents heard the commotion, and they ran into the room, and they managed to get the door open instantly, and get him out. And he was just crying, and just talking about the monsters. There was a monster in there, it was going to get me! My parents consoled him, while I got in a hell of a lot of trouble. That's the first time I ever heard him mentioning the monsters, and it just got worse from there. It's almost like the cupboard experience unlocked something in his mind. Now at this time we had our own rooms, and I can remember that night, even all these years later, he just screamed and screamed. He wouldn't go to sleep in his room, and he just ended up sleeping with our parents. There was a monster under the bed, the monster's in the closet, the monster is outside the window. Even at that age, he just had so much conviction and even hit a point where he refused to go to bed. Now my parents took a while to connect the fact it was having to sleep in the dark that actually was causing this distress. Essentially the penny dropped when he was being potty trained. Random, I know. He was on the toilet, with my mum keeping an eye on him, and the breaker just suddenly went, meaning the light just went out in the bathroom. Even with mum there, he just claimed the monster was there too. After that, the decision was made that he should get a nightlight. After he had his nightlight, there weren't any issues for ages, and I mean years. Until one night, he must have been about four years old or so, we were up late, watching some Disney film, might have been The Lion King. We had a special setup where we had sleeping bags on the floor, and loads of pillows and loads of snacks. Well I guess we must have fallen asleep, as I came to, the room was lit up by static from the TV. Yes, this was the day of analogue televisions. And I could see our dad wasn't on the sofa, so I guess he must have gone to bed. Now the TV being left on was a regular occurrence. It's like he had some sort of homing beacon when he got tired, but nothing else mattered other than getting to bed. It drove our mum crazy. Anyway, the TV static lit the room in a dull grey, with the speakers playing that kind of weird static sound. I actually remember it cutting through me a little and it didn't feel good. I sat up and reached over to the TV and pressed the power button. I got back into my sleeping bag and put my head down. I wasn't quite as tired as when I first went to sleep. So I just laid there with my eyes closed, listening to the room around me. I could hear my brother breathing as he slept. His breath was steady and regular, and the only sound in the room. So it wasn't hard to miss a familiar click sound made when you opened the cupboard under the stairs, followed by the creak of the door slowly opening. I froze to the point where I held my breath. Surely I was just imagining the noise, but... What I didn't realise initially was my brother also holding his breath, and he felt like we weren't alone. There isn't much more to the story because at that moment my mum arrived home from being out and turned on the light. What are you both doing down here? It's nearly two in the morning, she said. Neither of us answered. I just exchanged a look with my brother, who I could see was visibly shaken. I don't think he noticed, but as I went to bed I could see the cupboard under the stairs was still open. actually put that night out of my mind. However, one night changed my perception of his fear for good. When we were five and eight, our little sister was born, so my brother was moved into my room so that his old room could be turned into a nursery. 
I think it was the first week he was in my room and we had some serious arguments because, again, he still wanted to use his nightlight and I just did not want that on at night when I was trying to sleep. He was desperate to have his light on in the middle of the night and he decided to tell me why. Now, keep in mind, we were at five and eight, so I might just have fill in some of the blanks, but, uh, I mean, it was one of the most serious conversations we've had as children. I need the light on because it actually keeps the monsters away, he said. I told him, but monsters aren't real. He just looked me dead in the eye and just said, it's the monsters from under the stairs, the one we woke up. He tries to get me if I go to sleep, but he can only get me if it's dark, so I need my light. To be honest, the story scared me a little, but I still didn't believe it. But I came up with a plan to help him realize there was nothing wrong with the dark. So that night we went to bed with the nightlight on, as planned. But once he had gone to sleep, I decided to unplug the light to prove once and for all there was no monsters. I placed the light under my bed and crawled in, ready to go to sleep. But I couldn't actually get to sleep. I was just reveling in how clever my plan was. How my parents would thank me for finally snapping me out of his funk he was in. And especially how happy my brother would finally be when he actually didn't need a nightlight anymore. So I lay with my eyes closed, just listening. I could hear him breathing, slowly at first, but all of a sudden his breathing just started to speed up. His bed began to creak as though there was something large and heavy on it, and he started to just whimper. I gathered the courage to actually open my eyes, but I couldn't see anything as it was just pitch black. I was frozen with fear as I hear the sound of someone's nails run down his headboard. The muted whimper turned into a cry. I knew I had to do something. As he as he cried, he began to murmur the words monster in a long stretched out way. Part of me thought I should leave him to realise that it weren't real, but at this point I wasn't even convinced myself. Being eight years old, my feet only reached about two thirds down towards the end of my bed, and a weight all of a sudden just slammed into the end of it. Logic told me it was my brother, but again he was lying next to me, whimpering and crying. I knew the only thing I could do was turn on the light. I got out of bed. His whimper turned into heavy breathing constant and fast. I couldn't see my way around the room, but I knew where to find the light switch. I ran my hand across the wall as I walked until I felt the switch under my fingers. I took a deep breath as I prepared to push the button, not knowing what I'd see. I could still hear my brother panting on the other side of the room. I straightened my finger, and as I began to push the button, I felt a breath on the back of my neck, and a voice whispered in my ear, Don't. Turn on. The light. That's all for this week. But for show credits, be sure to visit ghost-stories.co.uk and vote for if you think Afraid of the Dark was based on fact or a pure work of fiction. We'll be back in two weeks with another terrifying tale, but until then, be sure to follow our Facebook and Instagram for regular updates. Now we'll leave you with the preview of our next episode. And don't stop asking. Do you believe in ghosts? I froze in my tracks as she glided out from cover. She looked ancient. Her skin looked like bark from a tree. Grey, 
cracked and flaky. I just stood and trembled as her glowing red eyes closed the gap between us. The last few feet she finished in a sudden rush, freezing no more than an inch from my face. Do you believe in ghosts?